The sword and the shark. We swing the sword and we swim with the shark. Spoken word and the speaker separate the light from the dark. It's a pleasure and an art. It starts when it ends and it ends when it starts. Dropping daggers into hearts. You can get the combo or a la carte. The living sword hits the hearts. The shark swims into waters that are deep and dark. Travel with us into another dimension where faith frees people and destroys tension. We preach unity, not dissension or detention. Ascension is more than an honorable mention. This is the way. We are people of the way. We don't wait for tomorrow. We live today. The sword and the shark. What's up, everyone? What it do? We're back again with another episode of Total Man Podcast. I am the shark. And and I am the sword. And we are coming straight out the gate hard on this one because we have a familiar voice. I was going to say face, but we're not on video yet. But we have a familiar voice in the house and we got none other than the scalpel himself oh my god there is a word there is a word there is a word from the lord from the lord from the lord today today (laughs) yes and he's back we have pastor pastor jonathan mac reynolds in the studio. What's up, sir? The scapel is back. Man. Yes. Back for <laughs> surgery, Jack. Yes, he cut is. Up, yes, he is. yes, he is. Yes, he is. I'm ready to go. So I'm excited. We, we, are, we are excited about this one because, you know, we, this is the new year. It's, it's, it's 2023. And we're still in the feel of New Year resolutions. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, New Year resolutions where we make all of these goals. We got all these things that we're trying to do. And, you know, I think this subject right here is going to be practical, but it's also going to be spiritual for you as well. And so I tell you what, let's just jump into it. It's no sense trying to do the rest of these preliminaries. I think it's best that we just roll into this particular subject. So let's start with the word of God and we'll come from that foundation. And we're going to read from Hebrews 12 and one. All right. Y'all open your Bibles (laughs) (laughs) on your phone. Yeah. So it says right here, and I'm reading, I believe it's the English Standard Version. It said, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. All right. Here we go. So from that word of God, our topic for today is drop the weight. <laughs> drop the weight. That's a good one. I ain't gonna lie. So we're gonna go ahead and just punt this starting yeah. off to the scalpel. It's time to get skinny. Man. <laughs> Let's get spinny, skinny yeah, spiritually yeah. and emotionally. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. So Pastor, what is your thoughts? Well, looking at the text, 
The text convicts us because we have to stop lying on the devil. (laughs) Because we talk about all these weights we carry around. But the text, the theology of the text implies that we have the power and the capacity to lay the weight aside. Yeah. So it becomes optional. Mm. So I won't mess us up right out the gate. Mm-hmm. I would say the majority of folks that are carrying weight around, they're carrying it because they choose to carry it. Ooh, man. We busting our own heads. We busting our own heads because mm. we are comfortable mm. being victims of circumstances. Mm. We carry stuff that injured us, mm-hmm. set us back in life mm-hmm. because we choose to carry it because we like the sympathy, we like the attention. It's easier to be at odds with someone mm. than to reconcile with someone. So yeah, if, if, I, if I cut, if I make a deep incision, mm-hmm. we carry family weight and dysfunction because we choose to carry it. How mm. long are we going to carry the weight of what our mama did, our daddy did, our grandparents? Yeah, we grew up in a household of an alcoholic or abusive grandfather, but now we're at a place spiritually and emotionally where the Lord, the Holy Spirit has equipped us to where we can lay that aside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And we still want to carry it. Or we have family divisions. We have skeletons from our family past Man. that we carry as weight because we want to keep it hidden rather than address it. Mm-hmm. You know, how many of us have Cousin Pookie? That really, really is not recognized as Cousin Pookie, but we all know it's Cousin Pookie, but we don't want to acknowledge the issues of mama or daddy or granddaddy or grandmama when they had their weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. And now there's family division. We choose to carry weight. Yeah. The text says, let us lay it aside. Let us lay it aside. So Paul wouldn't say lay it aside if he didn't think we had the ability to lay it aside. So yeah. we choose to carry that weight. That was where my question comes in. My first question, how do we do that? You know, on the roadmap on that, you know, we got to do it. How do we, what's the first step in the process of like, I can't do this no more. How we lay that down? So I'm, I'm going to go hard. I'm going to go hard today. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it boils down to spiritual and emotional maturity. Ooh, yes, sir. Because yeah. the text says wait. He says wait and sin. So we're doing wait two different sense. things. Exactly. So wait is not sin. Mm-hmm. Wait is is baggage yeah. from life issues. And so I think we have to reach a point on our journey of where we mature enough to say, you know what? I'm tired of dealing with this. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of carrying this weight. You know, if we stay with the theme of drop the weight, mm-hmm. I remember when I was a big, super fat boy, I got tired of being fat mm-hmm. and I decided, yeah. you know what, I'm going to quit eating Twinkies and pizza at midnight. I'm going <laughs> yeah. I'm to I'm lay it aside. Yeah. I'm going to quit eating smothered pork chops and going to sleep on it. I'm going to lay it aside. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. have to make our mind up that we just want to move on mm-hmm. from carrying certain weights in our lives. And mm-hmm. I think it's a matter of our maturity and a matter of our faith. We just say, you know what, it's time for me to write a new chapter in my book. So the consequences has to outweigh the desire to carry the weight, right? So basically you got to deal with the consequences enough. Mm-hmm. And and again, the pain that we deal with has to be more significant than the weight that we could just continue to carry. You have to be tired of carrying it. Yeah. Just like if you're going through the airport and you're carrying some heavy luggage and baggage, 
eventually you're going to say, we gonna, I need a break. I need to set it down for a minute. Mm-hmm. Same thing applies to our lives of where when we carry weight and baggage in our lives, we get to a point where it's, it's unbearable to carry. Mm-hmm. We got to stop and we got to put it down. And I think we have to reach a place of where we decide, I'm tired of being angry. I'm Man. tired of being frustrated. I'm tired of being broken. I'm tired of fighting everybody. E- and everything. I'm going to put it down. Yeah. 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 Got to yeah. make a decision. So when it comes to the race, describe the race to the audience in reference to the word of God here. And what are some other practical examples of something that symbolizes the race as well, that that's in our lives that we can be too weighed down to achieve or accomplish? Mm. So the race is our journey as believers. Mm-hmm. I always describe it as our journey of sanctification, of when we are saved and now we're trying to get closer to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all have a destiny that we're trying to obtain. And when you look at the text in a biblical perspective, the weight and the sin is slowing us down on the race. Mm-hmm. It's, it's obstacles to us obtaining our prize, to reaching our destiny. And so we run the race that is set before us and we lay aside our weight and sin so we can be successful in becoming who God wants us to be. Mm-hmm. Consider, consider how many people in the kingdom never become who God has called them to be because they don't lay aside weight and sin. Mm-hmm. Think of all the favor and the blessings that we forfeit because we don't lay aside every weight and sin. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm a Baptist fundamentalist. I take God's word literally. Wow. So I'm one of those cats that believe that, you know what, if I'm out here drinking, smoking, chasing women, God's not going to give me everything that he has for me. Mm-hmm. So while I'm running this race, if I don't lay aside certain sins, if I don't lay aside weights and things that are weighing me down, then I run the risk of forfeiting some things that God has for me. So mm. we might end up living in prolonged suffering that's not intended for yeah. us yeah. because we don't lay some stuff aside. Oh, what I mean, peace we often forfeit. forfeit. Yes. What needless pains, pains we bear. bear. Yeah. Grandmama's theology was yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Sis Jones. Yeah, no, <laughs> Love yeah, you, yeah, Granny Jane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just, just think about our, our lives, the three of us. You know, we're not going to confess it on air, but <laughs> what? What if we were still doing some of the stuff we were doing 20, oh, 25 years ago? We wouldn't be occupying the seats that we have now. Absolutely. Nor be as far down the road in this race that we are. Mm-hmm. So, so we are here now because we laid aside some things. Yeah. And we made a conscious decision that we're not going to do that anymore. We're yeah. not going to be that person anymore. Yeah. So we have the the spiritual race, you know, the, the process of sanctification. Yeah. But I believe also there's some many races in that whole spectrum. So what are some other races that, or let's say journeys that we choose to be on that has a prize at the end, but we could be dealing with weights trying to accomplish that just any level of accomplishment. What what are some examples that, um, some common examples, races of stewardship, Mm. of honoring God with our resources. Ooh. Uh, Man, crack that egg. You know, <laughs> yeah, you got uh, that one open for me. If I want God to bless <clears throat> me financially, mm. then I have to make a conscious decision that I'm going to be a tither and sower in the kingdom. So right. that means I have to give God my first fruits. I can't give my, my offering or my seed to the world 
before I give it to God. Wow. So I'm running that race. Mm -hmm. I'm running the race of faith and believing that God will transform me from that old man to that new, new man. man. Mm -hmm. And I'm hitting benchmarks while I'm running that race. Yes, sir. I, I look at the race almost like a uh, a marathon race. Mm -hmm. right. You know, you get so far in the race, and if you watch a marathon, people are there handing you water to help you yeah. to hydrate mm -hmm. and, and to help you to go forward in that race. And I think we have to look at our race in life as uh, being a segmented race, you mm -hmm. know, and we have to celebrate yes, those that's moments good. That's good. of when we make progress, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, I, I, I say all the time, I wasn't delivered overnight from everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. God has a good recovery plan. And yes, I, sir. I tell folks, I say, I'm, yeah. I'm delivered, but I'm still in recovery. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's, yeah. that's part of running that's that. Key. That's key. That's real, though. That's, that's real, though. That's real, though. That's real, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I often thought about this as well, the significance of weights, even in relationships. Mm -hmm. That's another one, bro. Because I think that whether it's a parental relationship, whether it's a ministry relationship, whether it's a work relationship, whether it's a romantic relationship, mm -hmm. people come with weights. Absolutely. And I believe that sometimes we don't understand that those weights are there because I can carry a weight that I expect you to handle. So, and I often realize that when you engage in uh, whatever relationships that you're involved in, you can feel when somebody has a weight. Yeah. You can experience that. And often the weight that they carry, you'll start feeling it. It comes through conversation. It comes through interaction. It comes through their character. Yeah. Right. Those weights show up. So. When it comes to that, how important is that for people to know? That's critical because you hit it on the head. Whenever you develop any kind of relationship, a person's going to bring some weight into that relationship. And I think when the text is talking about lay aside every weight, it's not just our weight, mm -hmm. but sometimes we assume weight through interpersonal relationships. <laughs> so when you start, I, I, go, I, go, I go with the romantic side okay. of when you're talking about getting married or dating a significant other, mm -hmm. um, that man or that woman that you engage in relationship with, they gonna, you both going to bring some weight. Mm -hmm. But then I think in your mutual responsibility to each other, you have to help each other to shed each other's weight. Shed. Shed. Yes, sir. So, so when <laughs> wow. a man and a woman connect, you have to identify spiritually and emotionally what weight that individual has. Mm -hmm. And you're mutually helping each other shed that weight. Because if you don't shed those weights, now you're compounding the weight that is upon your life. Yes. And you can easily start taking the whippings and assuming the weight in your life from what that man went through with his mother or what that woman went through with her father. Uh, mm -hmm. And so now you have a woman that's taking things out on you or vice versa. There's not anything that you did, mm -hmm. but it's the weight that she never shed from the relationship with her father or her grandfather or wow. the weight that that man never shared from his mother or grandmother. And so now you taking somebody else's whipping. So you dealing with the weight or the ramifications of what they've been through. Yeah. And that happens more than what people realize. Exactly. So like being beat up by somebody else's baggage. Absolutely. Yes. And, and sometimes, you know, if I put on my hat from, from pastoral counseling, 
Sometimes in relationships, you can struggle with secondary weight from other Ooh, people's yeah, yeah. baggage. I get that. More so than yeah. what you've done yourself in exactly. your own weight. Ooh, and yeah. so you have to walk into a relationship not just saying she's fine or she's nice, mm-hmm. but you got you got to look at uh, who what what their background is. What's the weight they're they're bringing in? You know, mm-hmm. my my daddy always told me. He said, if you want to know what type of woman you're you're connecting with mm-hmm. or you marrying, look at her mother, man, and, and hey, you'll man. see a whole lot. That's real. And, and that's wow. that's real. Man, that's talk. real, man. And wow. that's that's true in the. Physical, the, the spiritual, spiritual, and the emotional. Yeah. 90% of the time is a few rare experiences. And I don't want to sound sex, but a few rare experiences mm-hmm. uh, where that's not true, where you might have a daughter that has more relationship with a father, but you have to look at those secondary ways yeah. because that's that's real. Yeah, it is real. That's real. And that's real. And I think sometimes that's a lot of the conflict that Mm -hmm. people deal with in relationships, whether they're getting to know somebody or after they get past that part of, you know, getting the exclusivity and, and, Mm. and even marriage, we experience those weights that other people bring in, but yet here we go. Somehow we felt obligated Mm -hmm. to carry those instead of shedding, (laughs) instead of the, instead instead of the challenge of shedding, you mean like automatically yeah. I'm assuming yo yo yo. I'm just gonna take it on just because well, I love you. And sometimes people will pressure you into <clears throat> mm-hmm. taking those weights that does not belong to you. Absolutely, they will pressure you into that, saying that this is your obligation, this is your responsibility for being with me. And if you want yeah, me, right. then you're getting this weight. weight. Right, you get in this attitude. You know, right. you, get, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, ugly, you know, you you get in this mouth. You're, you're, you're all these. You know, you you're getting all of this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, I feel that sometimes we take on weights. We don't even have to because of our own insecurities, right? And inabilities to shed. You know, <laughs> you I um, I tell people all the time. This was my practice. When you get, I don't know how we're getting on this marriage thing, but when you get yeah. married, that's all right. You know, I tell folks, you're not marrying your spouse's family. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you're not marrying your spouse's Dude, family. Just for real. Don't y'all yeah. look scared? They look scared. That's a real talk. You're not marrying your spouse's family, mm-hmm. and that's one thing that I always try to be aware of and to to walk out in my own marriage, you know, and I love my in-laws. We've had mm-hmm. a great relationship over mm-hmm. the years, yeah. but I, I married my wife and I'm not carrying or uh, marrying their generational weight. Yes, sir. Now, I will help her mm-hmm. uh, to manage and shed what's on her the best yeah. I can, you yeah. know, because a person has to be willing to shed it themselves. Mm-hmm. But I also... As a husband and as a male, I don't try to thrust my family weights upon my spouse or anybody that I ever dated, Mm -hmm, you know. mm -hmm. And that's important because a lot of relationships get shipwrecked because, man, they want to throw the generational weight onto their new spouse that their mother, father, grandparent had for all them years. Mm -hmm. And that's that's unfair. Yeah. That's toxic. Is what it is. Yes. It's yes. overwhelming. It's, it, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and it's, it's really unfortunate. I had a question when you're talking about shedding weight is speak to the freedom once you do do, once that's done, because I've experienced that. 
Yeah, the benefits, right? The benefit. You yeah. know, like the dude, you feel like yeah, a new person. Man, I feel like a new when I you know, you go to a person that you didn't have some, as we say, Anna with, and like, look, I don't know where we went wrong, but I can't go another it's I can't a whole do that. New world. Even yeah. though I may have felt like I was I was right. I tell you, man, even the Holy Spirit is like, I know you was right, but do what I tell you to do. And so it's like it's this I give you a almost euphoric example. freedom. Yeah. yeah. I give you a practical example. We're talking about dropping weight. Yeah. I used to wear a size 54 suit a few years ago. I mean, you said just a few years ago now. 40, <laughs> 48 waist. I'll say three, three, three or four years ago. Okay. And now I can go and shop in the skinny boy section. I can buy 34, 36 waist yeah. skinny jeans now. Yeah. That's a whole new world. That's a whole new world. I, yeah. You know. Well, you can find clothes at 34. In the yeah, I can go to any store yeah. and shop. And so when you talk about freedom, I think when you shed that weight um, emotionally and spiritually, it opens you up to discover a whole new person mm-hmm. that you didn't even mm-hmm. know was there because now your mind and your spirit is free mm-hmm. from certain things that were causing toxins, anxiety, that even had you blinded from some stuff. Yeah. So I think you go through a rediscovery stage of yourself mm-hmm. once you shed that weight because when you're carrying that weight, your focus is on that weight other than being on yourself. Yeah. So you can't even prioritize right. yourself because you're dealing with your stuff and your mess mm-hmm. that you carry. And uh, so when you shed it, man, it's, it's like you said, it's a euphoria. It's, it was, a, it's, it's, a whole, euphoria. it's a whole new life. Yeah. Yeah. I can recall when I went to, uh, was it 2015? 2014. Yeah, Barahona was the last year. Mm-hmm. And and I realized in year number three how much weight I would, weight of guilt mm-hmm. that I would carry from caretaking mm-hmm. every every summer. And that year number three, caretaking from my mother, year number three, it was really, really heavy. And I can recall one Wednesday a night after we had went out and served and Mike Johnson, Deacon Mike Johnson and, and uh, Reverend Mark Johnson, came out and we were just all of us came out at the same time it was interesting and we were just talking and you know talking about life and this and that but we began to share what was what we what we were dealing with I was the first one and I told him I said man listen I've been carrying this guilt you know from taking care of mom and it I, I said I come here every year the last three years of me coming here and, and trying to still serve, but still carrying that weight. And I told him, I said, I'm tired of it. Man, them guys begin to pray. And then within, I guarantee you, within seconds, I can feel that guilt just lifted. Mm-hmm. And been free from that ever since. And you said the key word, Reverend, share. And yeah, I ooh. find as I reflect back in life of times of when I was able to shed certain weights, mm-hmm. it was always... I always, but the majority of the time it was, it came through sharing with someone. Yeah. And I think you have to find someone that you have a safe space with, that you can trust with yes. whether, whatever your dark areas are. Mm-hmm. And to me, when you're able to share what your weight is mm-hmm. and talk that out with someone, yeah, that, that helps remove that weight because many times we don't have the capacity on our own 
to fully remove all of our waste because we internalize everything. Yes. But sometimes just getting that edification, getting that prayer, mm-hmm. finding out we're not the only person sometimes carrying a similar weight is essential. But I think sharing is is critical because I know in my own journey, shedding a lot of weight that I had, it came from having somebody that I could talk to mm-hmm. that I didn't have to worry about being judged by that I could share my darkest secrets with, yeah. uh, my heaviest weight with, mm-hmm. and them helping me talk that weight off of my spirit is critical. So I think sharing is essential yeah. for dropping that weight. Yeah, and what, what got me is that, and I'm glad you brought that up because my one of the scriptures that really ministered to me, James 5 and 16, confess your faults. Man, one to, one to another, another. And pray for one another that you what may be healed. Mm-hmm. And I got healing that night, yeah, <laughs> you know, and that's something we don't want to deal with. Yeah, because you know we're not as holy as Deacon McLaughlin. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> do. Uh, <laughs> I'm holy. I got holes in my jeans. I'm holy. Yeah, I'm we holy. we all have a place on our journey, or places on our journey, mm-hmm. of where we need someone that we can talk to about the dumb stuff in our life. Oh, man. man. The sins in our life yeah. that nobody Anger. else knows. Our right. Anger. The things that we keep hidden in our lives. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that scripture is true. It's, it's that, so at, true. At some point, you have to have somebody that you can confess everything to. Yes, yes. And you can trust them with that. Absolutely. And knowing that that process is going to help you drop that weight. Absolutely, absolutely. We got Pastor Jonathan McReynolds with us. Uh, he is the scalpel, and he's Man, already doing he, some surgery. He, you know? deep in the, he is deep, you know, into. So, Pastor, what? Can I hit one thing? On yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. This, this is dropped in my spirit. We're talking about going back to people that we're in relationships with, whether yeah. it's husband, wife, dating, or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and helping each other share that weight. I think we have to realize we have a responsibility to those who we're in covenant with yeah. that if I come to you as your husband, your wife comes to you, whoever, mm-hmm. they ought to be able to come to you with their weight and not have that weight thrown back on them yes. by you. Ooh. So, so ooh. if, 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 I'm about to run if, up out of you. If, 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 if person, <laughs> if person A, if person A goes to their spouse, or their significant other, friend, or whatever, mm-hmm. and say, you know what? I've been struggling with this issue. That's a heavy weight in my life, and I need you to help me spiritually and emotionally. Yeah. Then they are bound by covenant. Mm-hmm. They should be. Yeah. To help you share that weight mm-hmm. and not throw it back up in your face yeah. three or four years. And that's why some people carry weight unnecessarily because. They can't trust the person that they're walking with yes. to be able to help them take that weight off of them. So mm-hmm. sometimes we have to check our relationships yeah. and say, okay, am I am I being spiritual enough, sensitive enough to where the person I'm walking with in covenant can come to me with their weight and trust me with their weight yeah. to help them remove it? Because yeah. that can make your mutual journey that much harder. Oh, man. I can I can see that. I can mm-hmm. see that. And I've... I've and and I believe I've experienced that before. And and so and I think it boils down to can we be so damaged or so used to carrying our weight that we normalized it so much that we're not gonna talk about it. So even though I may be connected with somebody friendship wise or romantic or even mentor, 
Mm-hmm. You know, even let's go with pastoring, you know, mm-hmm. me as a minister, I believe it's possible to be saved, but yet at the same time burdened and not willing to talk or share because what I normalize it so much. So how, how important is it to confess, to first recognize that, you know what, I need to, I, I, I need to share because I believe people can be so, again, so used to carrying the weight that they have normalized and this is a part of their life Absolutely. that they're just not going to share, even though what's standing in front of them or who they're connected to is a safe place. So how, I think this is the real question, when it comes to people sharing, how common is that reality that I just talked about? When people have normalized it so much that even the weight that they carry in has created some level of blindness to the people that you're in front of who are actually safe places, but because you cared this so long, that's how you see them. Because you don't trust what? You don't trust anybody. We become functional with our dysfunction. Okay. Functional with our weight. Yeah. Because people at times internalize it and they learn how to survive with it. It's almost like a functional alcoholic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That person that's been alcoholic for years, but they know how to show up at work Mm -hmm. and work their job. Yeah. But then an hour or two after they get off, it's on. Yeah. You know, it comes out of them. We become functionally dysfunctional, if that sounds, if that makes (laughs) sense. Yes, it does. Um, Because we want to keep it hidden. We want to keep it suppressed. And sometimes people feel like it's easier to carry that weight Mm -hmm. than it is to try to drop it or share it uh, with someone else. And we have to be willing to make ourselves vulnerable. Yeah. That's, 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 that's the that's, issue. There we, it is. we, we don't want to make ourselves vulnerable, vulnerable because mm-hmm. we like to live in this fairy tale world. Like we got everything together. We in control. You bulletproof. We bulletproof. <laughs> Our family's yeah. bulletproof. But sometimes, you know, uh, we got. I got to catch my mouth here. <laughs> <laughs> hit that button. Hit that button. Yeah. Man, you got to quit. Dude. <laughs> we all messed up. Yeah, we, yeah. The reality is, we, we all. Thank you. There you we go. all messed up. Uh, that's the reality. You know, yeah. even though I preach, I teach, I'm spirit filled. I'm still messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to come to the reality of where we have to be vulnerable to say you know what, there's some areas of my life that's jacked up. Mm-hmm. And and I need to be vulnerable with myself and someone else to help me. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's like the person knows they need they need counseling. Yeah. But they're like, oh, no, I don't need no counseling. I ain't well, they no embarrassed about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You ain't going to tell nobody my business. Uh-huh. Well, you need to tell them your business mm-hmm. in order to sh- drop that weight and mm-hmm. to share right. that baggage and to get healed. Yeah. yeah. Is that a form of, I mean... I guess would that be Stockholm syndrome? Almost like your captor is your misery and you've fallen in love with it. Like it's easier to, absolutely, it's easier Mm -hmm. for me to be hot, mad, pissed off all the time. Absolutely. Because it it acts as a barrier. So people won't come and ask, I ain't on Adria or nothing because people that carry that weight, you know what I mean? Can go into a brand new atmosphere. And if they're used to being in fight mode Bruh. because of their weight, mm-hmm. they're going to look for somebody or something Ooh. to be in fight oh, mode uh, about, oh, man. even if it's not even a fight there. Well, my, my daddy calls that, that's the hammer and nail 
co- coefficient. He said everything looked like a nail to a hammer. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Know, she beat everything. Oh I'm hit everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's man. what happens when we don't drop that weight. Yeah. Um, we become dysfunctional in those ways. Mm-hmm. We look for oppression. We look for conflict. We look Victimhood. for obstacles. Mm-hmm. We look for victimization, even when it's not there. Yeah. You know. And if you and if you bring that text back into it, we can't run that race effectively yeah. if we are distracted by weights that aren't there. Ooh. And that happens so many times. Yeah, Ooh. that's the boogeyman theory. Right, right, <laughs> right. Total Man Podcast. Swimming with the shark. And you are swinging with the sword. So as we come toward the end of this session, Speak to the individual that's carrying weight of someone who is physically not with us anymore. Mm-hmm. How? Ooh, I know, right? <laughs> man, come the, the, on, the, the, man. the weights that that they still carry from experiences with the deceased. You know, the Holy Ghost gave you that because <laughs> when we first talked about this topic, I, I thought about that and mm-hmm. how. That's the reason I brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> you got a good connection. Man. Right here. Yeah, I know. You got a good connection with it, man. Yeah. I've seen people from a pastoral perspective that had to live their whole lives carrying the weight of a loved one. And then once that loved one is dead and gone, they still carrying that weight mm-hmm. rather than freeing themselves. And I think it, it has to deal with our mindset. Yeah. And we have to get to a point of where we say it's okay to acknowledge that our loved one had some issues. Yeah. That they weren't all that I saw them to be. Come on, sir. And yeah, I've man. been carrying this weight. But now I'm going to free myself of that weight and let it die with them. Yes. So that I can go forward in life. Mm-hmm. Man, I've seen that so many times. I, I've seen it's a guilt. Yeah, 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 you know I mean? yeah. You know, and, and I think all of us, if we're real, mm. we've we've probably experienced it ourselves on mm. some level as we mm-hmm. just had this hyper holy family background. No, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, people put themselves into bondage because they live out the rest of their days. Yeah the weight, the guilt, and the shame of someone else's baggage in life. Mm. Um, You know, we have to learn that I had to learn that I'm not who my ancestors were because people will try to put a stigma on your life and Mm -hmm. say, your daddy was this way, your granddaddy was that way, your family was this way, so you're going to be this way, and you live under that cloud. You Mm -hmm. carry that weight, Uh, but you have to have the audacity to say, I'm different. I'm free from their weight. And I think when you go to the grave, let that baggage of someone else go in that grave Wheeler. with them. Yeah. You know, if if your whole life you were dealing with uh, a loved one that was struggling with addiction, why carry that pain on with you in life once they're dead and gone? Mm. You know, the things that you had to cover up for them, the things you had to suppress because of them, the emotional baggage you had to carry because of them, even though you loved them. Yeah. You got to let those things die when they die. Yeah. And and I'm glad you brought that up because I see that so many times where we don't know how to liberate ourselves or mm-hmm. heal ourselves uh, once a loved one is gone. And it can become generational. Yeah. Uh, because it impacts more than just us. Mm-hmm. 
man, that's heavy. Like needing validation from somebody that's dead. Right. Yeah. You right. gotta let it right. die. Yeah. You know, someone, for example, looked down on my loved one or my relative. Uh, but maybe they had some issues that they really need to be worked looked on. down mm-hmm. upon yeah. or worked on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but after they're dead and gone, I'm not gonna assume that mantle mm-hmm. of their baggage and weight and fight a fight that's that's in the cemetery. Yeah. And I think we we miss that so many times. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like we are obligated. <laughs> right. right. Self obligated. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We've been fighting so long, we're gonna keep on fighting. Yeah. You know. And even let's 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 throw this in here. Throw this little, <laughs> let's throw this a little twist. I also seen where people can't move on to where God wants them to to go to. Let's say ministry wise. Mm-hmm. Some people are connected to certain ministries because their family has been connected to it. But does it mean that God (laughs) may be calling them to stay at that ministry, but yet go somewhere else because your calling is different from theirs? Come here, Abraham. uh (laughs) Uh-oh. He had to get away from his family. Yes. From his kindred. Yeah and go to a place that he did not know, mm-hmm. that hear from God and follow God. And sometimes we get stuck and we refuse to shift mm-hmm. because we want to remain where we've always remained, yeah. doing what we've always done. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that can be a weight yes. of being, exactly not being aligned with where God wants you to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, if I was aligned based upon relationships, I'd still be in Paducah, Kentucky, mm. but that was not the where God intended for me to be. So yes. I had to to shed some weight and go where God wanted me to be. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. So what about the individual who's dealing with the people or that one who has walked away from them? Let's go back to relationships. Okay. <laughs> That has walked away because, you know, uh, a loss is a loss. Man. You deal with loss where there's a the 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 the, mm. the, the presence Ew. of that individual is no longer here on this earth. But then mm. you got losses where people have walked away and they've moved on. Mm. So we just touched on the one of the deceased. What about the loss and the weights that has been created from the person that's dealing with somebody walking out of their life? Yeah. You know. The, the effects, you know, because I believe that um, breakups happen for a reason. Yes. Disconnections happen for a reason. And sometimes in those disconnections, there are weights that people deal with. And I think we may have touched on it a little bit in the beginning, but there's some weights that people are left with. For the, 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 the consequences of that relationship, the, 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 the debris, <laughs> you know, that's a good word. Debris. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, so speak, speak to that person who is struggling with moving forward with a weight or weights from some, from a relationship that no longer exists because somebody walked away. Keep your finger on that button. over. Okay. <laughs> I, I remember years and years ago mm-hmm. before I got married, when somebody walked away, mm. And as they walked away, they said, you'll never be good enough. Good Lord. And and those kind of situations when somebody walks away. 
can become. There you go. What? Those kind of situations where somebody walks away can become a, a very big weight in your life because then you start looking at yourself mm, through here we the go. lens here we go. of that person that walked Bruh. away. Here we go. Saying, what is it about me that's not good enough? I knew the scalp was going to cut. Now your, <laughs> now, your, now your emotions are attacked. Your yeah. spirituality is attacked. Your yeah. self-esteem is attacked. attacked. And if you're not careful, you can put yourself in a prolonged bondage because of that. Mm. And you can miss some God moments and opportunities because you are carrying that weight from somebody that was not even worthy of you Mm. that walked away. Um, Mm. and, And as you said, some people that make an exodus in your life, it is ordained for them to do it, even when you might not recognize it at the time. Yeah, yeah. And so the person or persons that that walked away from me, oh, I can look back now and say, the Lord saved me. Yeah, I, I, amen. I tell, I tell young folks, you know, I almost got married a couple of times before I got married. Ooh, and me I said, too. But, I said, but the Lord saved me. Amen. Because Jesus. that 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 so and so hit that button. Was a bad Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Almost had me. Would have shipwrecked my life, Ooh. my ministry. Mm-hmm. I would not be the man or the servant that I am now. Wow. Had that person or persons walked away from me. Yeah. So that, that can very much be uh, a weight that we assume in life. And so I think we have to process it in a way of saying, you know what, if someone left my life, I'm not going to allow that exodus to become a weight, mm-hmm. but I'm going to believe it's providential Yeah, because God has something different or something better for me mm-hmm. on the journey. And that's what I found out. Yeah. And so let me let me throw this one in here, okay? <laughs> he making me work today. No, yeah, 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 man. Listen, listen, because this is so good. This is so you good. But you shot, man. This I'm is so call, good. I'm about to call my counsel out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is you this is so white good. meat and everything. Help you know. the individual that's dealing with the weight of knowing they need to break away, knowing they need to disconnect, yet. They're dealing with the weight of not wanting to hurt somebody's feelings. Wow. Yeah, I've been there. Too. Wow. That's, that's hard. Okay. That's deep. Yeah. That's deep. <laughs> deep. That's deep. Because I think it's I think it's so much of a reality today. Because I do believe that people want better and they know that if they're going to get better and, and achieve, that the people that they may be connected to, that they may love. That they have spent all these years together that, you know, all of that, mm-hmm. but they're dealing with the weight of not wanting to disappoint, mm-hmm. not wanting to hurt feelings. We'll start over. Yeah. So, so speak to that, <laughs> that this, hey, exactly. So Wait. again, new year resolution. Bruh. Okay. This is okay. So pastor, scalpel, do a little surgery real quick Whoa. on that. You have to get to a point of where you love self Mm -mm. and value life 
more than the opinion of others and the sting of shedding that weight. Oh, yeah. God. You know, uh, when you know how it is when you lift weights, you get some soreness from lifting the weights. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But the soreness is temporary. Yes. Mm -hmm. And eventually that soreness subsides. I equate it to that same type of process. Gotcha. Yeah, that's good. When you are connected and you know you don't need to be connected, mm-hmm. it's going to be sore and painful. Yeah. But it will subside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people become enslaved in life. They become oh, defeated in life. Yeah. Because they're carrying the weight and the baggage of uh, non-ordained relationships. That's Ooh. what I call it. Man, that's of cold where, right there. Of, that's where, of where God has given you a release, but you don't have the faith or the strength to embrace your release. How, how many folks are married and sleeping in other rooms? Ooh. Connected but don't talk. <laughs> yes. Oh, can I can I be deep? You yes, deep, you, please, you, you man. Oh, listen. man, what you yes, doing, man? Yes. Bring God, it out, sir. God, God told you right. and gave you license to get a divorce 10 years ago, 15 years ago, but because of image, image, you're carrying Ooh. a weight. Mm-hmm. Because of the fear of hurting someone, yeah. disappointment, as you said, yes. you're carrying that weight. Yeah. yeah. And now a marriage or relationship that's meant to make you complete is now weighing you down and yeah. killing you because you couldn't drop the weight. Mm. And what about those? <laughs> <laughs> and what about those voices? Man, hold up, man. Baby, just that. pray about it. Just pray about it because I believe some people stay in things out of religion. Mm. Religious duty. False religion. That, okay, there you go. I'm glad oh. somebody said it. I, I've said this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how we got on marriage I know, man. But I've said this, and, and some people agree, some people don't agree. Mm-hmm. I've said some people need to get a divorce to get right with God. Mm. And this this is Machism, right? Machism, here. go ahead. I, I don't believe just because you get a license and you have a ceremony that's no indication that God has ordained your relationship. So they might not be in covenant. They might not be in covenant. You know, mm-hmm. that's something we have to unpack in the sweet by and by. I know, yeah. <laughs> but, but I give you, I give you an ethical example. I'm married, and uh, if Beyonce comes to town, and I decide I want to marry Beyonce instead of my wife. And I go and I talk to Beyonce and she dropped Jay-Z. She come to Mac <laughs> and we go downtown and we get married. Mm-hmm. I, I can't say God. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I can't say God's I, in that. Exactly. Uh, just Doubt. because we went through a, a legal ceremony. Yes, sir. Okay. Thank so, you. So I believe that some people become hostage in life and in Ooh, faith because so they remain in something out of image, obligation, or feelings, mm-hmm. when God has said, you I'm releasing you right. to drop that weight. Yes. And it might not just be because a, a relationship isn't right financially, mm-hmm. physically. Irreconcilable uh, differences. Irreconcilable differences. Maybe you grew apart spiritually and, yeah. and you realize that 
hey, we did this a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago for the wrong reasons. Yes. You know, if I yeah. marry Beyonce yeah. next week, it's going to be for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Y'all pray for <laughs> me. <laughs> Y'all get me right. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think that is more common than what we realize in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And we have to have the courage in the kingdom to have that conversation. Yeah. Because I think many times in church life, we, we contribute to keeping people in a weighted and bound situation because yeah. we say, because you in church, you can't mm-hmm. shed certain weight. Mm-hmm. Well, baby, sometimes you need to shed some weight to get right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he was out here buzzing his on the day. I got one more. This is the Holy Spirit just dropped on me. Okay. Wait. This this is this is the last one, I promise. Okay. Mm, I'm scared of the last <laughs> one. Okay. Okay. Check this out. Oh, hey. Speak to the person who's carrying the weight of fear. Um concerning reconnecting with the Lord. Mm. Cause I believe there's a weight that people are carrying. Oh, 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 oh. I believe there's a weight. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Whether whether it's from church hurt, whether it's from um, something that they got themselves caught in and they don't believe that they're good enough for. Let me stay right there. The person that tried God, tried church, but they found themselves still struggling with the sin. Mm. And or they had an issue in their life and they walked away from God, walked away from the church and they figured it while I'm living this life, I can't come in the sanctuary and hold my hands. Yeah. I can't run after God while I'm still carrying this weight on mm-hmm. my back. Mm-hmm. God wants us to run to him while we're carrying weights. Yeah. Because God specializes in removing weights in our lives. Come on now. Um, we can't fix or reconcile ourselves apart from the Lord. Yes. And the Lord died for our weights. And so that person is carrying the weight of, I'm not good enough to come back in the sanctuary. I'm not ready to come back in the sanctuary. Can, can I go real, real, real Come on, deep? Sir. Let me go Jamal Bryant mm-hmm. deep. Yes, sir. I'm still out here having sex outside of marriage. I'm still mm-hmm. smoking weed. I'm still drinking. I'm still struggling with the nightlife, the street yeah. Revelry. Yeah. Uh, God wants you in the sanctuary. He died for you to come into the sanctuary because you can't, you can't drop that weight by yourself. Yeah. And yeah. you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, even though I don't like what I see or who mm-hmm. I see, I believe if I keep running this race, coming back to the Lord, that the Lord's going to help me to share this weight. Yes, and, that, and that's really all of our testimonies if we tell the Man. truth. Yeah, one, yeah. Because, one thou wow. because you know we we two preachers and a deacon. This time we've been doing deacon stuff, Man. preaching stuff. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. we still had to ask the Lord to remove Man. some weights what from us, said. some yes, unholy sir. weights from yes, us, sir. Yes, sir. Unholy, unholy weights. weights. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the Lord is faithful and just. Yes, yes. First John one and nine. Yeah, and 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 He will remove that. And I think. I think that keeps people from coming to the Lord and the church more than what we recognize. I think that's yes. the major thing. Yeah. It's not that folks don't love God. Mm-hmm. It's not even because of church hurt. Yeah. But I think it's because there's a sense of unworthiness or yes. unreadiness in yes. our lives. 
Yeah. And we have to trust God. As Mama Jones used to, mm-hmm. used to sing, there's a fountain filled with blood. Yeah. yeah. Hey. from Emmanuel's veins. Sinners plunge yeah. beneath that flood, lose all that guilt and stain. Yeah. So I think we have to trust God enough that he can help us with the weight. Mm-hmm. And then also trust him enough that once he takes that weight off of us, mm-hmm. that whoever he transforms us to be. Yeah. It's all right. Yes. When I got when I got through running and going through all the Hades I went through, I didn't care if he made me a preacher, a mm-hmm. deacon, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because part of me stayed away because I didn't want to be no preacher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but then that weight got so heavy. I said, Lord, whatever you want me to do, yeah. Uh, I'll make myself available. Just get this weight off of me. Yeah. And I think we all crossed that avenue. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well. We're not going. We're not going to go any further with that one. <laughs> we're not going to go any further with that one. This has been good. This has been good. This has been a much needed topic of uh, of discussion and conversation because weights are real out here, and there's weights that we see are weights, and then there's some weights that we don't know that they are weights, and we never reach a place while we're living of where we shed all of our weights. Yes. We, as long as we have life in our body, mm-hmm. because of Genesis three, we're gonna have some kind of weight in our lives that we yes. have to deal with. Yeah, but the the load can get lighter. Yes, and we can shed one weight away from us. A- absolutely, absolutely. So there is hope in the weights. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this has been great. We we pray everyone has been blessed by this particular podcast. Uh, Drop the weight, and we believe that. Even it's still early in the year. This is the beginning of February that, you know, we can we can we can lose a few pounds here and there and, and be physically healthy like we need to be. But also when it comes to our emotions, that we can be healthy in that area as well. You know, because third John, I wish above all things that you mm-hmm. prosper and be in what good health, mm-hmm. even as they what soul prospers. And I believe God wants us whole. Right. in every aspect of our life. Yeah. And we need to identify weights. But then right. it's also good to ask the Lord, God, am I carrying some weights that I'm not aware of? Right. Self-awareness and just setting some goals. Yeah. You got to get, out, get rid of all the weight at once. But mm-hmm. set some goals, some small goals, and celebrate those small victories. Yeah. Amen to that. Amen. Well, Pastor, we thank you, man. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having uh, thank me you on. for uh, tackling those uh, hard ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, getting those fastballs, uh, yeah. them ninety nine, one hundred and one fastballs, and knocking them out the park. Because I believe we dealt with some things that people need deliverance from. Absolutely, they need deliverance from. So we thank the scalpel for being with us. And I'm just gonna say it like this: You have been swimming with the shark and you have been swinging with the sword and we will see you next time on another episode of total man podcast we love you all take care we'll see you next time Thank you for tuning in to the Total Man Podcast with the sword and the shark.